What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another business breakthrough. I sit down with Ryan Van Horn of Creek Stone Services. He is a concrete coating specialist, but we dive into his marketing, we dive into his brand awareness, and we uncover something that he needs to change immediately. So stay tuned if you're interested in learning a little bit about uh, some brand awareness, some marketing, you are gonna love this business breakthrough. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Business Breakthrough. I have Ryan here with Creek Stone Resurfacing. And we're just going to dive into it, man. I think the first uh, thing we should discuss really is what's the business look like? Um, you and I briefly talked the other day about kind of some of the things you got going on. So let's talk about really the the details of the business. So you're on the job, right? Uh, I would say like I'm on the job 20% of the time right now. Gotcha. And who's on the job in your absence? What's your team look like? So I've been I've been actively working on training up a couple guys. Uh, I had one full-time guy who was an old-time friend of mine uh, and was hoping that he would take the place of me. Um, I just think that there's uh, maybe too many possible personal issues going on there where he kind of needs, he just needs a lot of time off. So I don't know if that's going to really work for for the model I'm going for. So there's sure. a couple other guys that I'm trying to train up. And so I got five guys total right now. Okay. Five guys total. And the idea is, and I like the way you're thinking is to replace yourself, right? That's, that's what we're Definitely. trying to accomplish here. So you have a longtime friend who was, who seemed to have been next in line one way or another, you're starting to second guess that I think it's better to second guess it now than it would be after that position has been given. Are you battling giving someone else the, I don't know, the keys with him knowing that you're his boy? I mean, is that is that something that you're battling? Like, you know, in terms of like, do I do I allow someone to jump over him? Because he probably has some favor in your company if he's a longtime friend. What's that? I mean, is that something that's going to be a hurdle? Can you, can you say that again? What, what you mean by that? Well, I mean, Sorry. this guy's a longtime friend. He probably yeah. knows that he's next in line, right? I'm sure that that's something that you guys have discussed, right? Next in line is being uh, in what, charge. The, yeah, I mean, he definitely uh, has the reign to do it. it. What what I I think what I've struggled with, to be honest, is is um, I think I may have put it put too much pressure on on them as far as the uh the amount of applications that we actually do um there's such a long training period such a long le big learning curve that now i'm realizing that if i would have narrowed it down to to one application and just zeroed in on that and be able to train everybody 
really efficiently, really well, that right. I, I think I, he would have better success. And I think, well, you know, there, and we're going to dive into that because that's something we mentioned yesterday, but I need to know, like, let's go back to my question because I really just okay. want to see where we at. The, you told me that there's personal issues there. You didn't say that there was work oh. issues. That's what I focus on is personal issues because if he's got personal issues, we can't move forward. My thing is, is that knowing that you're this gentleman's friend, longtime yeah. friend, you have to make a decision, right? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Decide, that's where we, that's where I want to focus on real quick. Is like, you need to decide, do I elevate this individual or does somebody skip over him? And I have to deal with that individual knowing that, you know, are you, that's, that's my question. Does that make a little more sense? Yeah. Yeah, so for sure. have you put any thought into that? I mean, because really, when we talk about structure, we need leadership. And you're the yeah. leader right now. And we're trying to get you out of that role so you can do other things. So who's next in line? And are you prepared to skip over your friend to put that individual in a leadership position? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I know the answer to that. Uh, okay, because that's something I want yeah. you to just think about at the very least, yeah. right? Because that's a conversation that's going to have to be had and a decision that you got to make is like, because here's, here's yeah. the thing. I used to work with my father. I had to fire yeah. my father. Bro. I had to, yeah. unfortunately, it was, it was personal issues that, that were affecting all of us, my livelihood and the individuals around us. I had to make the tough decision to let him go hardest yeah. decision I've ever had to make. I'm not a cold hearted person. I love my father. He got me into the business, but ultimately I have a responsibility to the individuals around me, to myself. I, I, I have to create a business, a living, breathing entity that is independent of me. Okay. Because right. if I have to babysit and I got to check on somebody, if I have to have this feeling of mistrust, then what does that automatically make me do? It draws me closer to the job. I have to call yeah. the customer more. I have to call him in the morning or whoever I'm dealing with, right? Are these some things that you're kind of experiencing? What I'm experiencing, I think more or less with him is, uh, again, I, I, and I don't, I'm, what I'm battling is whether I created this or not okay. by, by overwhelming a person who, is the opposite like he does not want to be overwhelmed he wants it straightforward right. okay he, like he wants it his way straightforward his idea he's got massive skills i just i don't know if it, the if the relationship you, you're saying but you're saying time off right that is another thing that you said yeah. so and again i'm going here because people are the core of growth right if you don't have the yeah. right people in the right place you're not going to grow and yes, we know that you need to niche down. You and I both know that. And obviously we're going to have that conversation. But yeah. again, you're telling me this individual needs time off. So it's like, what's going on with this individual that makes you say that? And I'm going to be I, honest with you because yeah. I don't know him and I'm just going to be straight up. If I hear something, I'm going to tell you what I believe about it. What is it that makes you feel that way? I, I mean, I think that I definitely have overworked him for okay. sure because okay. he's... He's, I moved out here uh, a year ago and he, I needed somebody, my, like a right-hand man to get this thing going here. Gotcha. He, he has been there for me, but I have also crazy overworked him. Like, so you're taking he, ownership for this hundred yeah, percent. Got it. Yeah, and that's, he, and, and that's good. Yeah. We're both athletes and we just work and work and work, but it comes to a point where if it's not your business, 
you're going to feel overworked, you know, and I'm not feeling so, overworked because that's what, so what I do. Yeah. Well, you're making profit yeah. and he's making a wage. Yeah. So it's like exactly. ultimately when the value of what he's getting gets surpassed by how much he's doing, that's when resentment occurs. And, it, and, it, and that's, yeah. that's what, that's, what's probably occurring. So if you yeah. believe in this individual, you trust this individual, you feel as though that you're responsible for what's going on with this individual, then I can work with that. Um, my thing is, is that, is this the guy that you ultimately see leading the charge? Do you really truly see this person being the face of the company doing what you say? I mean, again, we're talking personalities here. And I know that one thing that you yeah. just told me is that he likes to do things his own way. And as a business owner, it's your way, <laughs> you know, with, yeah. with, with the mentality that you'll listen to ideas, but ultimately, yeah. if you say it, it needs to be done that way. So what does that look like? Yeah, he does do like if I really, truly say, hey, it's got to be done this way. He's definitely on board cool. and he's Perfect. all good with that. He's he's older than me. He's experienced enough to know that it's my business and all gotcha. that. Great. What, what I'm saying yeah. about that is like he enjoys, thrives off of when it's his idea. Love it. So, and and I, I think that you can empower that, too. Yeah. And you can help him, help him. You know, that's a good thing. Cause I think that like, not necessarily like I'm right, you were wrong, but like, wow, I did this and I created this experience for this customer. All right. So let's get past that. I just wanted to make sure the foundation's good with you and this individual. That was just something that came up. Very important. Yeah. Um, especially when it's a friend, a tight friend, a family member, you know, it's a little different of a dynamic, right? We're a little bit tied and he was there with you when you started the business. So a lot of different things there. So in terms of niching down, right, you do concrete coating, um, are you doing, you're doing stamping, right? No, no stamping, no concrete. Um, just overlays, overlays, uh, epoxy coatings, epoxies. I mean, it's, there's so many things. Okay. Uh, so many things. So where's your, what's your, what's your bread and butter right now? So yeah, that's what my bread and butter right now, because there's so much opportunity in the area is, uh, concrete staining interior concrete and exterior staining, concrete interior. staining okay yeah now my question is now the reason why and, I, and it's good to know the core of why you do what you do you might already know this i'm just going to bring it out there is the reason why you're taking on everything is usually because of you don't have as much confidence in the market to bring you the type of jobs that you want right that has been the if you is, knew yeah. if you knew that every week concrete, you know, coding jobs were coming in, you would say no to a lot of things, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, the, yes is the answer, but the, the past has been that, that, uh, there, you know, a concrete grinder, you can do so many things with this. You can prep for epoxy, you can prep for staining, you can prep for urethane cement. So it kind of, I was trained as, is if you're going to do this, you're going to do all of it. Gotcha. Now what I'm realizing uh, and a lot of it has recently has been listening to you and then realizing I'm doing a lot of this. My guys like to do it. Like everything's falling into place where I right. think I need to zero down on one thing. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and so it, it, in the right direction. to right. answer your question, I know now that there is enough, as long as I get enough leads coming in from different directions, it will sustain a good two crews in just this one niche. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I don't know if you heard about me when I first started, I did not take any exterior or interior jobs. I only took exterior jobs. I got asked to do interior jobs. I said, no, part of the reason why is because I wanted to just at least at the very least perfect that system. And I think that's what you're attempting to do. So I'm not really going to sit here and convince you of the benefits of niching down. Right. But I think that the major thing here is marketing because Again, remember, we just discussed that ultimately, if you knew that concrete, you know, coding jobs were coming in the exact job types you want, you would be more inclined to say no. Okay, so we got to figure out marketing right now. What is your what is your main uh, marketing, you know, source? Where are you getting your work? Yeah, so I have uh, a magazine, a local magazine that goes out to 100,000 homes uh most mostly high end you know so they have their specific thing that they look for in in the homeowners yeah so magazine thumbtack uh thumbtack's pretty slow at the moment um kind of just lower end jobs mostly uh and then i have a a website a, a guy that makes websites he made a website um, that has to do just with staining and he reached out to me uh, about five months ago and so we have a partnership that basically this site is sending me leads and they're like number two on the list for uh, staining in the area in your area and and how are you getting a lot of leads from that website I'm getting more now like I would say that December January is pretty slow but I want to say about two phone calls a day phone calls a day. It's not bad. That's, you know, I, I like, I like it. Um, so looking at the magazine magazines, like a shotgun, right? I mean, you're not, you're not getting exactly what you want, you know, and what we need to do is we need to find snipers, dude. We need to make sure that we're getting exactly what we want. Now you're the gatekeeper. You have got to be able to say no to certain jobs. You have to be able to coach your customers on what it is that you do do, what it is you do offer, even though they may not you know, want that you could still say, Hey, we do do this though. Is that something you're interested in? So again, it's, you are the one who accepts whatever comes your way. The magazine, that's probably part of the reason why you're in this position is because I assume that the magazine is going to everyone and anyone. It probably says you do all these different things and they're going to call you based off of what that magazine says. Cause obviously you printed that before kind of started to see things this way. Is that right? Um, yes, I know. I I would say that the one thing that the magazine does say is garage floors. Okay. So that is epoxy. Uh, that is kind of keeping me afloat, I would say, in between the stain jobs. So you, but don't other than that, do, you don't want to do epoxy anymore, do you? I do and because I have systems pretty well down for epoxy also. Gotcha. Written down and everything ready to train some crews. Good. I just don't want to do that right now. I want right to now, start perfect small. the one. Perfect yeah. the one. Cool. Almost so, back to back to the beginning almost. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, you know, two things that I want to say, and then we'll go in a different direction here. So the first thing is that as a business owner, we, we always need to put ourselves in the position of the employee. You were an employee once, you know what it's like doing a different job every single day. We know that that's just going to, you know, obviously this is what's happening. It just creates a lot of uncertainty. We can't get perfect at the job. So it's your responsibility, you know, to obviously facilitate what jobs are being done. Second part is in terms of the customer, right? Always think of yourself in the position of the two most important things in your business, your employees and your customers. When somebody needs something, you have to think what, what action do they take, right? Like how do they 
go about finding someone to do what I want them to do, right? Or what I offer, excuse me. So think about the customer journey. That's a marketer's trait, right? A marketer thinks about what is the customer doing to find me? Have you Googled concrete coding in your area yet? Have you done that for yourself? Yeah. Okay. And then when you did that, what came up? Do you remember? I think I know where you're going with this. A lot of uh, thumbtack comes up right away. Okay. Home advisor comes up right Got away. Got and... it. So if you're an unsuspecting homeowner, you're not in our yeah. industry, you don't have any animosity toward these companies like so many contractors do. You yeah. are on the side of, <laughs> I've been taken advantage of by contractors, or I know someone that has been. Okay. So what would the market at this point in time be doing? They are going to find a trusted source to, to deliver a better outcome potentially than they would do it if they did it themselves. Do people really want to canvas for contractors? The name has, of contractors has been ruined by many people. So ultimately, yeah. you know, it's unfortunate for the good guys, you know, but that means that we have to, unfortunately, we got to pay a little more, right? To be in positions of trust. So couple things here. Yes. Thumbtack's a good idea, but that's not the, that's not the mammoth. The mammoth yeah. is home advisor, dude. Home advisor yeah. right now is, is the big dog in, in the game and they just spend yeah. the most money. That's all it is. They just spend the most money and they're, they're everywhere. And the more people use them, guess what? Compound growth is they're going to use them again and again and again and again. And yeah. eventually if they have a good experience with them for their flooring guy, then they're going to use them for their painter. Oh, that was a good experience. I'm going to use them for my trim guy. It will never stop. Why would you? So yeah. we can't think like contractors when it comes to marketing. We've got to think like our customers. So go through that customer journey. I'm a customer in, in California. I don't know anyone there, right? Um, I'm going to Google. <laughs> like that's it. So first thing is, obviously we know that the lead generation companies are there. You should be on every one of them. And the beauty of that is going to allow you to do exactly what you want to do. What do you want to do? Niche down. They're only going to send you concrete staining leads. That's yeah. it. And if they don't, you get your money back. I mean, that's, yeah. that's easy. So I would say start with a budget, right? So I think the budget should be a thousand bucks. I mean, you sell mm -hmm. one job, you're in the clear. I mean, a thousand bucks will probably bring you with concrete leads at about 30 to $40 a lead thousand bucks, you're going to get quite a bit of leads. Okay. That's number one. I, I talked to her yesterday. She's uh, a representative said about 10 leads a month. So okay. it's not a lot. Um, That's a projection, but ultimately yeah. remember, this is just like the way I see leads and marketing is like stocks. We never put all of our money in the one stock. Yeah, yeah. We need to balance it out. Right. So you're, you know, so I, what I'm trying to do is create a little portfolio for you because you are a niche, right? You are something yeah. that is a niche. Like it's not house painting where the demand is so high, but the beauty of it is with you is that if you're a specialist, you're probably going to get the job more often than the painting contractors, right? Oh, always. Yeah. hundred percent. So yeah. home advisor, number one, right? So you, we're going to create like a little pie chart here. Then we got thumbtack always keep them on. Right. Okay. Although Angie's list owns home advisor, for you, I'd say Angie's List, 100%, just because there's a loyal Angie's List following that they're, they're part of that community. They like to see reviews of people that are on Angie's List, okay? Although yeah. that sometimes HomeAdvisor will send the lead from Angie's List if there's no one to take it. Remember, there's organic searches that happen on these websites. So if your reputation yeah. is really good on Angie's mm -hmm. List, they won't even put in the request for the lead. They're just going to call you. 
Okay. So now you got three. I would even, I'll be honest with you. If there's uh, if you want to look into house or any other ones like that, just to kind of throw a little money into to see if it works. Cool. Right there. Then you got your website land. It's a landing page. What you have, that's another one. All right. And then, I mean, the magazine, are you tracking that? How good is that for you? Is that working pretty well? Uh, I've gotten a few jobs. Uh, I'm not, not super tracking it, but I know okay. it was good enough because I got some twenty, thirty thousand dollars jobs off of it. Nice. Well, that probably paid for the whole thing many times over. What's the city yeah. you're in? What's the main area you service? San Diego. Oh, you're in San Diego. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, yeah, so, another reason why exterior, I can do it all year it. long. All right. So... So what I'm doing right now, and I just I just want to show you this, and I'm actually going to share my screen with you so you can see this. This is important, man. I want you to to really, again, our, our focus right now is going through that customer journey. You know that 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 is the most important thing. So I just what I just did here, and can you see that? Okay. Yeah. All right. So all yeah, I did so. was put in concrete staining San Diego. Okay. Remember, if I'm moving here, this is exactly what I'm doing. If I need my concrete stain, right? Yeah. It's pretty, pretty simple. Everyone goes to Google right off the bat. So let's so, look at your competition here. Okay. So that they are the San Diego stamp concrete and staining is the phone number that gets directed right to me. Okay. So you're the first one that comes up. Love yeah. it. So this is your phone number right here. That is the phone number. Yeah. That gets directed. So they route it. Okay. My yeah. only problem with that is it says nothing about your brand. Yeah. yeah that, I know. That's trouble. That's I kind of have to explain it uh, when I do have to I get to that point. I, I explain and it's real quick and it's usually, usually doesn't matter, but it does not promote me on the internet. Not at all. Not at right. all. And, and what this person did, you only have four reviews on there. And really what I'd like to, to let you know is that it's not going to be hard for you to do this on your own and have your own mm. brand up there. Honestly, you could take over the top two spots. I would get your brand up there as quickly as possible. Right? Because again, you don't want to have to explain why, you know, that's not a, that's not brand loyalty. It doesn't really, yeah. you know, I want to see your brand there. And and the competition is very, 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 very low. Um, looking yeah, at I agree. So, so and it's, it's not, they're not, they're no, nobody's actually good. And that's my desire is to, to be the number one customer service. Love that. In, in the niche. And yeah. And, and you're you not know, that getting, far away at all. I mean, just with concrete staining. I mean, if I need concrete stain, I'm going here and chances are I'm going to call your landing page number. No one's running ads on this. Okay. On Google at all, which again, that would mean that what, if no one's running ads, there's no competition when there's no competition. What means, what does that mean? The ad cost is low. If there's a ton of competition, if you type in Bitcoin right now on Google, you're probably going to spend a lot more money putting an ad there than you would concrete staining in San Diego. So I see this as a great opportunity Google ad wise for you, because again, there's hardly any competition doing this. So you have to understand that in San Diego, there's X amount of people per day, right? That would want concrete staining. Would you agree? Would you agree that in the course of an entire yeah. year, 365 people in the entire San Diego area want concrete staining? Would you agree with that? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's one person per day. If you got one person per day, every single day for the entire year to call your phone number, would that change your life? Yes, probably. Right. So the, re the reality is, is that we know that at least 365 people want your, your service. And that's just concrete staining. The reality is, is when they want the service, they can't find you. And, and, and to be honest, this listing right here is so general San Diego stamp concrete and staining. 
I would overlook it. I almost did when I scroll by. I didn't even pay attention to it. I'm looking for a company. I don't really see a company name there, right? So again, I'm looking to build trust online. That's what your focus should be. We want to build as much trust online because they, they don't, people make decisions online without you knowing about it, right? They make yeah. decisions. They don't know you, okay? Um, and we're going to dive into that in a second, but let's just go down here in the, in the local SEO. Um, really, I mean, we got Yelp here um concrete network i mean again the 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 competition is very 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 low here for you um and to be honest i mean it's not going to take you much to get get to a point where when these searches occur you will be found now let me go to this website real quick and i'm just going to again go through the customer journey nice little page they made for you but what's stopping them from putting uh you know your logo on here to be honest um and does this go to your Facebook page? This is not my site. This is only the marketing site. Oh, okay. So, so here's yeah. what I know. Here's what's happening. Just so you know, this is what they're doing. Essentially, they made this page here and they're sending it to other guys, not just you. Uh, no, he's just sending it to me. But because he, he has other websites in other industries that he creates. And so I know for sure that I'm the only one. I have a tight, sure? decently tight relationship with him that okay. I, All right. I trust that. Make, but honestly, yeah. if, if he wanted to, he could, because this is so general, sure. just in San Diego stamp concrete, your logo is nowhere to be found. In other yeah. words, your business doesn't exist on Google. Okay. And that's a major, major, major. Well, problem. I mean, I, I can show you, tell you mine. Okay. So, well, if I just look yeah. up your. It's okay, what, yeah. Creekstone I, resurfacing. Okay. Creek stone resurfacing. Yeah. The, the problem is I'm, I almost need to rebrand if I'm going to, well, right now it shows Weehawk and also, right. so there's so, a lot of so, weird so stuff Creek, going on. Yeah, that's okay. So I'm just, you know, and this is, remember, I'm just giving you some insight from, from a, a sure. little, is this, you're from New Jersey, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So this you is, see New Jersey there and you see Eastgate yeah. mall, San Diego yeah. down below. So th again, your business does not exist on Google. No one's going to see this. No one's going to yeah. trust it. Again, you, you have, it says New Jersey. It says you're in San Diego. What's going on again. I'm just coming from the, remember marketing is yeah, about being where the customer is. We have to first see how the customer thinks before we can put ourselves in a position to be where the customer is. So we know that all I'm saying is, is that now would be the time to rebrand, to be honest with you. Uh, it, it, it really just depends on how committed you are to this journey of, yeah. of niching down, creating a sustainable business. I wouldn't be opposed to rebranding. I don't know what stone re resurfacing is as a, as a consumer, I'm a painting contractor. I have no clue what stone resurfacing means. Okay. Yeah, it's totally not even. Uh, not even. Creekstone is just a name, and resurfacing it could mean anything. Right. It, you're so, exactly right. So for the customer, I think it's just creek and then stone resurfacing. I'm like, what the heck is stone resurfacing? I don't know what that is. Actually, when you followed me on Instagram, that was one of my mental subconscious questions. Like, what? What's stone resurfacing? Then I went to your page and, and saw that you did things. I'm like, wow. You know, I was like, what's a stone resurfacing company? So. Now's the time to be honest, bro. I think yeah. if I were you, I would revitalize everything around concrete coating. That should be your, that should be your hook concrete coating, because you do want to open up to epoxy. I think that you should do concrete staining and epoxy. I'm not opposed to that. Those are two easy niches that you could create one team to do one, one team to do the other and niche yeah. down individually that way. Right. But the epoxy demand is always going to be hot because epoxy is, 
it's like a commodity and especially in, in, in California. I mean, you would yeah. be, you would, you'd be kind of like, I would say just like, it would hurt you more than help you to avoid epoxy, especially cause you have the grinders, you have the tools, you know, the systems, right? Yeah. So maybe you could do Creek stone concrete coatings, right? I mean, so this yeah. way you don't have to do a complete rebrand. What do you think about that? Is that something you would consider? Yes, for sure. Um, all right. So let me, let's look up here. San Diego uh, epoxy installation. Let's see what's going on with epoxy installation for you. Okay. So um, let's just take a look here at your competition. Now you see the ads at the top? Yeah. What's that tell you? <clears throat> More competition more competition, but guess what? That means there's more demand, right? So just based off of the ads, there was no ads for concrete staining. Okay. Reason why is, is because usually customers don't know that they need concrete staining. What are they going to put in? Watch this color. No, they're going to put in concrete painting. Okay. What do you see there? See ads, right? Yep. That's because concrete staining isn't something the average customer knows how to identify, right? Yeah. So right. the average customer, remember, just a homeowner, bro, doesn't know our business, doesn't have any, just says, I want the concrete to be a different color. <laughs> That's all they think about, right? I just yeah. want that to be a different color. So I know that, you know, if something's painted, the color will change. So I'm going to put in, let's just see if a uh, concrete painting San Diego Sorry, that was a local listing for me. But look, see concrete painting San Diego? You see all the ads? Yeah. Yep, that's because that's what the customers are searching for. Now, are you here in concrete painting San Diego? No. Not anymore, right? That's why. So looking at this assessment here, okay, there's obviously some things that you can do to be present. We know that you need a complete revamp of Google. You don't have to change your name, but I think it would benefit you tremendously. Okay. Any thoughts on that, man? Any, you don't want to, want to, no, I'm good with that. I, I've kind of been holding back on, you know, making shirts for the guys and like, I'm, I'm not even branded out at all because okay. I'm a little hesitant about exactly that. I think, I think that you had that needs... intuition initially about, I did, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't take you as somebody that would overlook this, especially knowing how in, the technology you are after our conversation yesterday, you know, I really feel like that you have to lean toward this. I know, but it's just a matter of you actually just saying, you know what, I got to start over. And that's a hard yeah. thing to do, right? I mean, it's like, how do I get this going? How do I get some new logo? And that's a good thing that you didn't go too deep into branding. But I yeah. also think this is an opportunity to build morale in your company, right? You got five guys, right? Yeah. Okay. You got your homeboy who uh, is at a point where he's probably a little frustrated with everything that's going on. Okay. Yeah. I would make this not just a rebrand. I would make this a revitalization of your company. I would go to the guys team meeting first. I'd meet with your friend and I'd say, listen, man, my fault, take ownership. Like you just did with me and say, this is the direction we're going. We're changing the name of this company because I value the fact that I want you to do what you love. I'm not going to be giving you jobs all over the place, doing all sorts of different things, causing frustration. I want you to help me build this system down. I want you to be ultimately a trainer for new people coming in. I want, I want to give you, you know, and you got to create that structure in your company because that's what builds loyalty. People want to ascend. Not everyone's all about money, man. They want more responsibility. They want to feel like they're achieving something. Does money offset that? Of course, people need money to survive, but 
we all know that people could go make more money, but they stay with us. Why? There's something internal there, right? You're a good right. leader, but here's your opportunity. You need to take it, take it now, man. You're seeing the results. You're not getting as much leads as you should. The guy who did your website didn't even do any keyword research because he just did concrete staining and said, okay, cool. How, how much are you paying him every month? Oh, I actually pay him a percentage of the job that sold. 10% of the job that sold. I would cancel that agreement now. Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, I would cancel it now. I would. I mean, that's yeah. it's, it's 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 a horrible agreement. 10%. No one, sh you should never be giving profit to anybody unless he's a partner. He's a lead yeah. generator. That's what he yeah. is. Yeah, for sure. All right. You know, that's like me giving home advisor a profit. That's ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. So 10%, I mean, you know, that's, that's good I, for him. I kind of went, I kind of went for it because if I don't have a lot coming in, coming in leads wise, I'm going to say yes. I, yeah. And yeah. that's why you ran into me and I'm going to tell you that there are better options. Okay. You need a Google yeah. specialist. Okay. You need somebody that can dive in, look up keywords, do keyword research, show you the data and say, Hey man, in your area, this, 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 and this is what is getting the most search results. So what we're going to do is we're going to put ads on this, 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 and this with your brand. We want freak concrete coatings, <laughs> freak stone concrete coatings. I'm excited. I think that, again, you have a great opportunity to start over. Honestly, yes. Is it good from a marketing and branding standpoint and helping the, the market see what you do? See my company, Premium Painting. They know exactly what we do. Okay. Yeah. I would love to change it to premium house painting. I wasn't as into this stuff as I was when I first started, but you know, we'll keep it. I'd love it to be premium house painting to stop the commercial calls from coming in, but yeah. you know, we just got to say no a little more often, but you see what I'm saying, but I'm not as excited about that, bro, as I am for revitalizing the morale in your company. I mean, yeah. That doesn't happen often, man. You get one shot at that. And it only really happens when you actually say, Hey, we're changing everything guys, you know? And I think that that meeting comes with you preparing new team shirts, right? New, you know, new, new motto, new hats, you know, invest in that stuff, man. And they'll be like, man, okay, cool. They're going to wear the new shirts. They got the hats on. Then you have your talk and say, look, guys, I'm learning too. All right. And ultimately I learned that it's not a good idea to have you guys be doing everything. We got new marketing set up. That's going to bring us the exact jobs we want. So you guys can do what you're best at. You know what I'm saying? And really just yeah. like instill that faith that you got everything under control. Because when what, what happens when employees don't feel like their boss is under control, he's stressed out. The two guys at the top are bickering on the job about different things and things aren't going well. They, they flee because the whole purpose of an employee working for you is security and stability. Yeah. You know, and if you're not providing that, then you're having issues. Definitely. So, um, any, any outstanding questions about this or anything else that you want to kind of cover? I hope, hopefully that was helpful so far. You know, I don't super helpful. Yeah. Awesome. I think, I think there's a lot of little stuff. Uh, I, I mean, I was, I had questions that I wanted to ask. I don't know if Absolutely. right now is a good time or not. No better time than now. All right. Perfect. Um, yeah, I, I see, like, I just, I see how you talk and all, all the little stuff uh, that I've been learning a lot from the podcast. Okay. Just kind of, I, it brings me up a little question, little stuff like, um, do you have a, a, a certain, are you the one answering the phone? Like when people call or do you have a, a outsourced yeah. secretary? 
so let me break down how my business runs. Okay. So yeah. you can see kind of what Perfect. I do, how I do it. It'll just give you some insight on, I'm not the biggest business. I'll never be, yeah. but I know that I could be, that's what matters. I could franchise yeah. my company if I want. And that's yeah. the focus that you should have. Always think franchises because ultimately what they've done is they've packaged up their business and they give someone a key and said, here, they sold them the key here, you do it. And and the business works, right? Like McDonald's, right. Starbucks, Target, all these things, right? I don't know if Target's a franchise, but they have a franchise model. They, they have an internal yeah. franchise, right? Any, you know, they can open up a store. They have the system down pat. So for us, yes, you're on the right track with niching down. So again, we only take concrete staining and epoxy, right? That's it. So hi, we're a concrete staining and epoxy company. So if somebody, if I were to buy your business, the question should be, do I have to buy you as well? Ryan, do you have to be part of the package? And if the answer to that question is yes, then your business is worth nothing because ultimately I'm either going to have to pay you to be there or ultimately if something happens to you, then I'm screwed. Okay. So the focus should be, how do you get away from the business? So that's the premise of where I'm going with how my business works. So essentially Number one is I niche down, right? We only take interior and exterior paint jobs. Remember, when you say no, all that does is open up an opportunity for you to say yes to something that you're good at, right? That's all right. it does. Because if you're yeah. busy doing overlays, you can't take on epoxy and cabinet uh, concrete staining jobs. You can't because you're too busy. So ultimately, that's step number one is niching down. Step number two production, right? I mean, predictability in production. How do we do that? Well, we create a system and have team roles. So I have four painters on every job. That's our standard. No job will get done unless someone calls out without the four painters of a crew on the job. You got to find your sweet spot. Yours might be two guys on every job doing every single job. That's a standard. That's something you can convey to the customer. That's something that you guys hold near and dear is like, there's no job that will be done without two guys on it. Okay. Yeah. So that's it. So I have four painters on every job. Now there's team roles, right? So number one guy, he's what the project manager. Number two guy is the crew lead. If the project manager leaves, well, we don't just want everyone to look around. He puts someone in charge to communicate with the customer to communicate with me if needed. He's in charge. Okay. And then number three is essentially, you know, um, a journeyman. That's what we call them. Like a journeyman is somebody that knows pretty much all aspects of the job, but not in charge, doesn't have any responsibility. And number four is like an apprentice, somebody that just is more of a helper role, very new into the trade. Why is this important? Well, number one, because in a business, what, what can we do? We can give, uh, we can give, um, not only raises, but we can give promotions. So number four apprentice has the ability to move up to journeyman has and journeyman has the ability to move up to crew leader. Crew leader has the ability to move up to project manager. Okay. In the event that someone leaves and it's happened, but more importantly, okay. If one of those guys leaves, I know what I'm looking for, right? So if my number two crew leader leaves, I'm not just going to hire a random painter, bro. Yeah. I'm going to hire somebody that I can learn that can convey to me that they're trustworthy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If my helper leaves, I know that all I need is a helper. Does that make sense? So huge, I would give man, somebody, that's huge. Yeah. It makes predictability in your hiring 
process, 100% for sure. Because I, if I lose somebody, I don't need to go find a a level painter. I would, that would be stressful. Yeah. I just need, I need somebody with no experience. It doesn't matter. I just need you to be a good person, get nice. through my hiring process and I could throw you into the system. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See? So I've lost, I think five guys this year, just from all sorts of things. Not one hiccup. I, I, I was true to my system. I knew what nice. I was looking for. The two, I had a manager that was, I had a crew leader. I, I got rid of a project manager. So what happened? The crew leader, he bumped up. Okay. So mm -hmm. I, he bumped up to project manager. And then what did I do? The other two guys bumped up. And now all I need to do is find a helper. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just, I, all I had to do is look for a helper in that regard. So, um, nice. and these guys learn how to paint and they don't want, they no longer become just helpers. They become apprentices. And then you see what I'm saying? So I would yeah. go to somebody and say, okay, here's what happens if one of these four guys leaves. Okay. Well, this is this role. This is how much this role gets paid. This is this role. This is how much this role gets paid. If you, you know, if one of these guys leaves, then you have to hire somebody with this skill set. So I'm able to package that and give somebody that formula. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Okay. And then the system is, of course, the project manager is going to give me checkpoints for the helper to learn. Like, let's say, okay, he needs to learn how to prep. He needs to learn how to do this. And we'll kind of go back and forth on his progression. So there's an accountability there that's happening without me being there. All right. Gotcha. So that's production. Okay. So I have two crews doing that exact same thing. Okay. So we have production, but we also need accountability. Now, before when I only had eight employees, I was ultimate accountability. I was a supervisor. I was the one going to the houses, overseeing the work. I was, I was the one going there doing all that. No longer. I had a project manager that I, I learned to trust and love as a friend. I mean, he's great. He got moved up to supervisor. You see? So that yeah. fill, now I, now I have nine. So my business, if I wanted to franchise, I'd say, okay, you get two crews of four and you need a supervisor at the top. Okay. That's how we operate. We do four to five jobs in a week. Our median gross profit or excuse me, gross amount sold is 75 to 80,000 a month. That's what you should be shooting for. Like, and then you start narrowing down your numbers like that. And then that's how you would package it together. But let's go back to the supervisor. Okay. So what are his responsibilities? overseeing the crews, checking on the jobs, being there in the morning. If he can closing out the jobs, he has checklists that he needs to fill out that say this job has been done. The customer has to sign off on it. He uploads it into our project management software. And I get to see that from here. Okay. Again, I'm completely independent of production. So that's when I was a salesperson. So now I'm a salesperson. I'm just taking you through the journey of my progression. So I'm a salesperson. Now I'm just doing sales full time. So I'm doing four to five estimates in a day. Um, I'm not having to go to the jobs. I'll pop in every once in a while just to see, you know, uh, the supervisor, he's working with the guys just to help production move a little faster if we need it. So he's just not floating around. He's actually hands-on because he has painting experience, which is really beneficial. Then COVID hit and I have a baby, my wife, you know, we, we discussed it, you know, how do we figure this out? Right. How do we get me away from, we just had a baby. So, you know, I was like, well, now's the time to promote Chris salesperson of, of course with his permission he said he was all for it that everyone knew i had a baby and was very very thankful for my guys man they, they they made it happen for me so i can be here so but i thought man when i did sales ryan i would try to close the jobs on the spot so yeah i'd be there for an hour each time yeah. i'm thinking damn how am i gonna get him to do this with also supervising do i have to hire another supervisor i'm like man what if i just have him go to the jobs do the first half of the estimate that 
takes yeah. the longest building rapport, asking the right questions, taking pictures, taking measurements, making friends, talking about their family, all that. And then the other half I can do, I'll call them right after he leaves and I will build more value, send the quote virtually and then follow up. Right? Yeah. And it worked phenomenally. Nice. I mean, we we didn't have a hiccup. I thought that just cause I was on, you know, didn't have a hiccup. So his estimates are only 30 minutes. So he could do five to six in a day and still do his supervision duties. I bought him a car. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I am 100% independent from estimating project management. Yeah. And you asked about administration. I have somebody answering the phones. The only thing that I do is price jobs and follow up, which is done automatically, mostly through the software systems that I have. But if I need work, I will do manual phone call follow-ups um, during the day. So that's nice. the system. Hopefully yeah. that helps. No, that's, that's, that's but perfect. I, but what I want you to catch, bro, is that I assumed every role in my company, I was a painter, right? Yeah. I was the project manager. I then became the supervisor of two crews. Then I became a full-time salesperson. Now I'm at a point where I'm CEO. Okay. Gotcha. And ultimately, if I wanted to, I could hire a CEO to come in and do this, right? Yeah. Do all the books, do the payroll, you know, all the numbers, all that stuff that like only the business owner would need to do. And then I can be completely free and just be a partner in my business and collect the check every month. Nice. That makes sense. There's a, uh, yeah, totally. Appreciate that. Uh, does your, does your, when your phone rings, does a person answer it? And does she, he or she put the, the lead directly into the system? Yes. Yeah, so we have uh, a pretty much a cloud based, um, you know, thing for her to fill out every lead. She has a certain thing to say. Um, and really, again, I was that guy who answered the phone. So I was able to train, yeah. Hey, phone number, email address before they even talk about the project. We want to get all that stuff out then tell us about the project. She does text me if I can get back to her quickly on the, uh, through text, cause I'm usually on the computer so I can shoot out a, a response. If it's a quick question, if not notes go in, Hey, call her back when you can. Yeah. Yeah, done. yeah definitely. Uh, yeah, I, I pictured all that happening in my, in my business, but it's like fear creeps up because now I got to train this person to be all the knowledge that I have because there were so many different things that I do. doesn't have to do much. So she just answers so, the phone. Yeah. Oh, but now you're yeah. niching down. So it'll be yeah, a lot yeah. easier. So it's going to be a lot easier. Yeah. 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 And, and, and reality is like when you're the business owner, you don't want to say no, dude, cause you're, it's your business. Somebody found you. You take a lot of pride in that. The admin can yeah. say, unfortunately we, you know, right now we're not yeah, accepting yeah. that and not feel the pain of missing out on the profit, you know? Totally. So I yeah. think that's a, that's going to help you springboard into this new, into this new uh, life. Um, definitely anything else man anything else outstanding uh i think we're good man and what we'll do if you want we can so, recap this in a couple weeks if, if you're interested and you know we'll see uh you know we'll, we'll do it again man and see if anything's changed right on yeah yeah was this helpful super helpful yeah all right man i appreciate it man and i'm gonna thank close you, this out too. here yeah no problem i'm gonna Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at contractor coach. And I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email. Find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business 
to help you get to that next level. And, and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.